As always, we're brought to you by the good folks over at ClingersPubs.com. Three great locations. Clingers on Carsonia, Clingers of Fleetwood, and Clingers at the airport all open and awaiting you. So, you know, whether you're going out to ring in the new year tonight, it is New Year's Eve, or you just want to go out next weekend after a week of partying, holidays, all that good stuff. You want to get out of your house. Maybe you had a lot of people over. The house is a mess. You don't feel like dealing with it. Get on out to Clingers Pubs for dinner again, either any location, either of the locations, will all serve you fabulously. It's Clingers on Carsonia, Clingers of Fleetwood, Clingers at the airport. They each have their own Facebook pages, and they all have their menus and hours of operations mm-hmm. up on ClingersPubs.com. We wouldn't be here on ReadyNeagle.com slash 222 without Clingers. So when you get out there, thank them for sponsoring the 222 podcast and let them know how nicely we talk about them each and every week on every episode of 222. So once again, Clingers on Carsonia, Clingers of Fleetwood, and Clingers at the airport. Again, like all of their locations on Facebook, each has its own separate location, events, menu updates, new beers, all that good stuff on the Facebook, and then all the other pertinent information up on ClingersPubs.com. We are back in the basement studio, Robbie, and this week a much much more low-key edition of the program. Yeah, I can't handle all that nonsense. It was just uh, it was I mean, it's just our us. nonsense was good. Yes. Just when you add the extra people, I get a little, you know. Do you? I think it was fun. It was very fun, it but was fun. I, I couldn't do it every week. Plus, how about how about getting to meet the one who stole Dan Newbert from well, that us? That was the highlight. <laughs> she was great. I liked her a lot. What a trooper too to go to uh, come in here into an environment where you're going to meet some of your boyfriend's friends for the first time. Right? It was a hostile environment. Yeah, and you're coming in not just to a party where you don't know anybody, yeah. but then a party where they're recording a dopey podcast. Yeah, she, uh, and, she's and, a trooper. And she did good on the air. She did and, fine, yeah. And, and, and um, uh, I like her. Yeah. Um, she seems nice. Yeah. I don't think she's going to harvest his organs at this point. No. I, I think they like would have been harvested le- already. Yeah, I feel like it's legit. Or maybe she's putting the time in. Who knows? She's, I mean, it's 2018. She's playing the long game. Yeah. <laughs> So, for those kidneys. It's like the uh, how I how I, where I married an axe murderer <laughs> yes. with Mike Myers. Yeah. And was it Nancy Travis? Is that who that actress was? Oh, curly hair, right? Yeah, she's yeah. now in uh, uh, Last Man Standing with Tim yes. Allen. The, oh, yes, good call. I yeah, believe that's Nancy is. Travis. Yeah, so, there you go. Yeah. So, I don't believe she's, she's a Nancy Travis. She's going to kill Tim Allen soon. Yeah. She seems good. I, I would have not, quite honestly, if the, revols, if, the re, if the roles were reversed here, and I was in her situation, and I wasn't a radio person, and I was brought into this environment. Uh, I don't know if I would have done as well as she did. Yeah, she did. She did she's solid. Great. Yeah, she did great. I'm, I'm hoping that Dan gave her a good warning before she walked in. I hope that she yeah. comes back. Oh, I'm sure she. I will. feel like we. Sh- I hope Dan comes back. Well, he, yeah, I think she'll come back before Dan comes back. Maybe, or if they, I bet if the, if he comes back, it'll be with her, and that's okay. I guess. Yeah, I like that. Actually, I'd rather talk to her than him. She's better looking. <laughs> so, All right. Well, it's good to have you here. We've got a lot to do. We've got some drinks and uh, some stuff to try here in the cold open. But before we get to that, I want to just tell you something that happened last night. This is Saturday. Here's the point of the show. Yep. Uh, last night was Friday night. I was walking into the arena for a Royals game. Mm-hmm. And it was about uh, 5. I always get there around 5.40, 5.45, 7 o'clock game. I don't have to get there too early. Other game day people have to get there a lot earlier. Yeah. I'm there just to do my stuff during the mm-hmm. game. And there's a couple responsibilities that I have pregame. So I like to get there an hour, 15 minutes yeah. before the uh, game starts. Warm up. Yeah, something like that. I, plus there's dinner. I like to go have my, <laughs> my free dinner. Free food. Which last night was maybe the best dinner I've ever had. The Royals, they had, uh, first they had like some sort of pasta. Then they had some sort of uh, like chicken, like like, like some kind of yellowed yeah. sauce to chicken. Uh-huh. And then they had barbecue pork. 
and it wasn't oh. like the shredded pork. It was like chunks oh. of pork, and there was mashed potatoes, but they're real buttery, so I'm not into them. You, you and my Yo. wife would have loved them. There was mm. veggies. There was salad. Man. It was a full spread. Is this like every game? They have There's a pregame meal every game for employees, yeah. Wow. Normally, it, it can be pizza or some pasta, or uh, sometimes we get Chick-fil-A, oh, which is always see, nice. Like, see, I'd be like putting nuggets yeah. in my pocket. Well, there's no nuggets. It's a, chick, it's a chicken sandwiches, oh, and they have their, their chips. Line in my pocket. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. So it's normally good. I have a nice uh, pregame meal. Last night, like I said, it was one of the best. Sat yeah. down and had that. But before I got in there, I'm walking in. I always park in the parking garage that is behind the uh, arena and down down a block. Okay. So it's right on uh, the uh, highway side, mm-hmm. the 422 side of the railroad tracks that okay. run through Reading. Mm-hmm. And I'm walking up to the arena. I'm getting ready to cross the railroad tracks and... As you come from Penn Street over, there's one road that connects this road. Penn Street obviously goes both ways. Mm-hmm. This road only goes back down toward like uh, Fifth Street, yeah. right? It goes mm-hmm. that way. So I'm walking up, and a, and a SUV is coming out of that road, and for some reason, they're waiting for me to cross the railroad tracks, which I thought was odd. I thought maybe they were confused. I thought maybe it had nothing to do with me. Yeah. But as soon as I got to the other side of the railroad tracks, they gun it, and they come across the roadway kind of the wrong way diagonal. Yeah. And onto the railroad tracks. <gasps> and I'm not talking like a giant Cadillac Escalade SUV. Yeah. I'm talking like a small Jeep Wrangler SUV. Yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. Like one of those deals, like kind of a rogue size, like I yeah, have. Yeah, uh-huh. And it goes on the railroad tracks, and when they get on the tracks, they kind of hit the brakes for a second. So I don't know if they meant to be on the tracks or if they thought they were going on another side street and ended up on the railroad tracks. Oh, my god! So at this point, they're like, well... We're here now. And they drive the block <gasps> no down the railroad tracks. Now, at this point, I'm literally standing uh, just on the other side of the tracks. I'm on the other side of the tracks, yeah. quite literally. <laughs> and I'm watching, just dumbfounded, mouth agape, watching this SUV drive down the railroad tracks. And it's got one wheel. one. It's got two wheels, excuse me. The driver's side wheels were on the middle of the tracks. <laughs> And the uh, passenger side wheels were on the outside of the tracks, so the one rail was right <laughs> under the middle of the Jeep. It was unbelievable. And they, and by the way, it's no small drop down to get from no. the roadway to the railroad tracks. They're going to scrape. It's like six, eight inches to get from where the road was. And then they get to the other side, and it's like they're going up a, a speed bump that's six inches too high. So they get up on the other side. Now, that road, since the road we were on, I was standing on, goes down yeah. city. This one goes up. It goes up towards 8th, 9th uh-huh, Street, uh-huh, that way. Uh-huh. This person made a right and started going the wrong way down a one-way. Oh, All I hear, my God. I hear horns blaring. I don't know what happened after that because there was a parking garage there. But I, I can only imagine what other shenanigans that Jeep was up to for its rest of its uh, escapades what around Reading last I have never seen that. Never in a million years. I mean, I've seen people go up. One way streets. Yeah, I've done that accidentally. I've done it. Yeah, we've all done. We've it all done that. Yeah, and the people are yelling at you, or you know, and honking yeah. and being all. Listen, it happens. If you're not familiar with the area, you, you're gonna do it. Especially if you're following like ways. Oh. And you're in a city you're unaware of, and you oh. stop. You stop paying attention to the actual road signs. Yeah. And you become a slave yep. and a zombie to whatever that little machine's telling and they you. They have no idea. Well, even if they're right, sometimes you get confused. Sometimes there's so there's two roads that yeah. are so close to each mm-hmm. other that you kind of make the accidental turn. <laughs> and the ways or Apple Maps or whatever just yeah. goes. Ah, whatever. And these cars beeping at you. Yeah. I, I did that. Uh, where were we? I think we were in Lancaster. And we were visiting my mother-in-law when she was in the hospital, and we had dropped my wife off. 
and my daughter and I were going, or I picked my daughter. I think my wife had my daughter down there, and I was picking my daughter up from the hospital and bringing her home. And my daughter's in the car, and I start going the wrong way <laughs> down a one way, and she's like, "What's happening?" <laughs> and meanwhile, I'm just looking for any parking lot to swerve into. Because <laughs> I did it once, uh, the Poconos. Uh, I was at, at, for work, and I did it, and it was whatever college. I don't know what little college it was. But a little college town up there, and I was there, and I was going down a one way street, and these college kids and people are running, are like, yeah, pointing. I'm like, I, I realize, I'm trying. I'm on a one way street <laughs> that's eight blocks long. Like I realize, people, I'm doing what I can, oh, and you'll notice this when uh, you'll realize this. Excuse me, when you uh, when your kid gets older. Uh, you may forget, and you may put it behind you, but the kid will never forget. Oh, yeah. Remember that one time, that yeah. daddy? Well, one time, uh, <laughs> there was traffic, and I tried to go a back way, a different direction, huh. and I, I was just kind of guessing. Yeah. Like, it was around here. Yeah. So I was like, I'll pop out somewhere, and I'll know where we are. Yeah. And it just took a little longer than I thought it was going to take, <laughs> and my daughter was freaking out. <laughs> like, freaking out. You were going to get home. Like, I had no idea where we possibly were. <laughs> You're gonna wind up in North Carolina, and it was to the point, like you know, when you're when you're in your you're in your home area, so you refuse to turn any of the maps on. Oh yeah, like I can find it, oh, especially in stubborn. this area. Yeah. There's so many weird streets yeah. and that are weird and one ways and up the hill and down the hill. Like I I get lost back. I'm like, well, if I cut over here, I can, and it never works. And eventually, I found, but it was like seven minutes of panic for my daughter. Over in this area, I always wind up in Sinking Spring somehow. That's the area I was in when I got when I'm I. I'm telling you, like if I, I do some kind of weird turn. I'm like, oh, I'm here. I'm thinking spring. <laughs> that is what it is. I wanted to share that uh, train track story with That's you. That's fun. Yeah, it was. It was. Thank creepy. God a train didn't come. Um, we got a a, a beer here from our uh, pal, uh, Colorado Greg. Uh, this is his home <laughs> brew, and uh, this is his Christmas beer. And he told me how to pronounce this, uh, and I'm afraid I'm going to mispronounce it, but I'm going to try here. It's obviously this is a Polish tradition type ale. It's called. Vigilia, all right? Vigilia, oh. uh, and it's a Vigilia Ale 2018. It's a Christmas Eve meatless dinner celebration. That's the Vigilia, mm-hmm. and this is a Italian Catholic Feast of the Seven Fishes type deal, uh, and this is their Christmas beer that they made. So let me uh, give so you some of the Christmas So while you're pouring, ale. I'll tell you this. We, okay. we are Polish and Italian heritage, and we do the meatless Christmas yeah? Eve. Yeah, see, I'm just Italian and uh, German. And what we do is, I mean, it, it was torture because you eat all this nasty, like, meatless food then you go to midnight mass and you get back at like 1 30 and just gorge yourself in like sausage balls and chicken parmesan and then try to go to sleep yeah and then try to go to sleep at like three o'clock. i mean but it's like well we waited all this time for meat <laughs> midnight mass is over merry indigestion <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> exactly and you're laying there like Oh, have yourself <laughs> a merry indigestion <laughs> May your sleep be restless. Oh, it was horrible. From now on, we'll <laughs> only eat before 8 o'clock. <laughs> so have yourself a merry indigestion now. There you go. That's pretty. That was pretty. Two shows with us singing uh, in a row. It's, it's a, our gift. Yeah. Our end of the year gift. Yes. To uh, the uh, to the masses. This Sorry. smells good. It does smell fantastic. Go ahead, dive in there. Mm. Hmm. That is good. It's a little sweet. It is drinkable though. Nice little dessert beer, kinda. Yeah. I like it. See, I feel this would be good. Like you said, like after. Yeah. After, after your meatless after, dinner. After your meatless dinner. There you go. Or this might be a cure for indigestion. 
Wow. Beer is a cure from everything. I tell you what, I used a lot of uh, self-control. This has been in my house now for six days. Wow. Two bottles of it, and wow. I didn't drink it. I waited for you. Wow, well, thank you. You're welcome. It. This All is right. excellent. This is excellent. And he also brought us, I've heard of this before, I think. This is a very famous Belgian. Uh, remember my buddy Dan, who sat in with us? Not uh, Dan Newber, it's the other Dan. Yes. When we talked about Frozone. Yes. Frozone's brother. Uh, when he <laughs> sat in with us. <laughs> when he sat in with us, oh, by the way, I, I, I'll tell you more about my my wife's family's Christmas uh, in a little bit. But uh, when I was at my wife's family's Christmas, uh, my brother-in-law goes, was Frozone so-and-so? And I was like, yes. Yes, he was. So Frozone's secret identity has been oh, compromised. No. Yes, uh, But this is a very famous, famous Belgian. I believe uh, my buddy Dan is into this. This is a uh, Lefe. I believe is how you pronounce it. It is a, a Belgian ale, an Abbey ale, and it is a product of Belgium. Oh, okay. So it's right from the source, if you will. I like Belgian beers. I do a lot, too. That was, uh, Belgians were the first, uh, not, not, not only the first woman I fell in love with was Belgian, um, <laughs> uh, but it was the first craft beer that I really got into were mm. Belgians and the wheat beers and stuff like that. Stella's a Belgium, right? I believe so. I've seen I mean, Stella. It's, it's been yeah. It's been commercialized to hell. I feel like a lot of people are more into Stella than I am. I love Stella. Yeah, I know you do. I think I, you're I, one of them. Yeah, I, I love Stella. That, I'm always lukewarm on Stella. That was my first um, like non non domestic. Yes, like non Miller Lite. Yeah, like when, Light. I, like when I started to grow up. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like <laughs> when, we're still waiting. Yeah. But <laughs> when puberty hit, Robbie went right to the Stella. Yeah, about fifteen. Yeah. All right, let's jump in here. Hmm. It's very good. It's a Belgian beer. It's, it's okay. Got, it's got that hint of banana with the wheat and the excuse me with the yeast in there. I'm not overwhelmed. I mean, it's not. It's okay. I would imagine it's not as flavorful as Colorado Greg's Christmas beer. Yeah, doesn't have as much flavor. But I imagine if this was the first beer we had, maybe if we would have tried this first, yeah, uh, this would be very good. And you could you could drink a handful of these. I was gonna say I could drink it all night. Yeah, exactly. It's very it's very um. um uh, just, just very drinkable. Yeah, I think is the best thing to say. That's the best word. Six point six percent. I mean, it's wow. very good. Six point six percent is pretty high. I give it a, a solid three and a half. I give it a three, three, three and a, a half. Three. How about uh, Colorado Greg's? Uh, that's a four. The Gilia. That's, that's, I think that's, I like it a little bit more than you. That's really good. I think it's a four point two five. Wow. And and because I'm giving it a little extra because it's been in my fridge for so long. Yeah, it's it's good. Probably should have drank it fresh. I will tell you, I have a game tonight. When I come home, that yeah. second bottle. Is going to be tapping out. That's really good. We'll have some more. There's some more yeah, in here. Have, have yourself some more. Yeah. We'll uh, get it started here. Let's yeah. get things going. Episode 132 of the 222 podcast live from the basement studio. And who knows? Maybe you'll get more music here on the uh, show. Stick around. <laughs> Flight directors, I want the go, no, go for launch. Retro. Go flight. Booster. Go flight. Inco. Go flight. Trajectory. Go flight. Fido. Go flight. Ava. Go flight. Capcom Freedom. Go flight. Capcom Independence. Go flight. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's pucker time. Oh, not again. This is the 222 Podcast with Mike Keller. The jerk store called. They're running out of you. And Robbie Lessig. You just made the list. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie and at Mike and Robbie on Twitter. 
Plus, you can send them an email at 222M&R at gmail.com. We're ready to believe you. Now, here's Mike. It's Miller time. Yes, it is. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Episode 132 of the 222 podcast right here on readyneagle.com slash 222. But most people I know, oh, I know, they listen. It's true, as Kurt Angle would say. It's damn true. Uh, they uh, listen to their podcasts and other shows like it up on their uh, device, on different apps, and there are plenty of apps for them to enjoy the show, Robbie. Yeah, you can find us on Podbean. Yep. Uh, you can find us if you have an iPhone device. You can find us on uh, Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on the Reading Eagle app on uh-huh. the podcast section, and you can find us on the newest uh, app of our uh, family, the TuneIn app. And what makes the TuneIn app nice, if you enjoy this nonsense, perhaps you'd like the WEEU Morning Show. That's the show I host uh, weekday mornings from 6 until 9 on WEEU. You can also stream WEEU right there on the TuneIn app, all of our shows. Plus, you can also get college sports, Penn State football, Penn State Mm -hmm, basketball, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and all of our award-winning high school sports coverage is available there on the TuneIn app. Also, we'd love for you to reach out and get a hold of us, get in touch with us, share your thoughts with us. If you have a drink or a snack you think we should try, yes. share it on our Facebook page, tweet it at us, give us an email, and there's all the ways you can do that that Robbie's going to tell yes, you Yes, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie. Go ahead and like and share that page. You can find us on the old tweet box, the Twitter machine, at Mike and Robbie. And for you old-timers, if you want to email us, Please 222 do. MNR at gmail.com. 222MNR at gmail.com. Seriously, folks, we'd love to hear you. And most importantly, all that other stuff is uh, is very vital, but this most of all, share the show. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. do a lot of advertising. I talk about it on the radio, we talk about it in the paper, but let's face it, nothing means more when it comes to advertising than word of mouth. Mm-hmm. So please, please, from the bottom of our hearts, all I want for Christmas and the new year is for our great listeners to share the show on their social media. Share it on Facebook. Share it on Twitter. Share it on the gram, as the kids mm-hmm. call it. The oh, Instagram. The gram. Just grab people's phones and subscribe them to the 222 podcast. Do this. Help us have a successful 2019. And by the way, yes, dear. I got to talk to you about Instagram. Okay. I don't know how to share things. <laughs> Instagram sucks. Like I, I share it to my my story. Is that yes. right? I don't know. Because like when you post it, yeah, I try to share it. But it's not as easy as sharing on no, Twitter. There isn't a button. I think you have to get. There is a whole nother app. Oh my! That you have goodness. to download just to go ahead and uh, share stuff. So I just share it to my story. Yeah. Which I don't even really know what that means. Here, I think I downloaded the app, but I've never used it. Because I, I mean, it's in, a there is a repost app. Instagram is confusing. Instagram. I think there's a lot of people who like Instagram I, the I, best. I like it. It's very. I would tell you what Instagram has over the other forms of social media. Mm-hmm. Very positive. Oh. It's it's it, it's the happiest. Well, yeah, there's of social there's media. not a lot of news and 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 political. Well, it's and not just that the, the and... comments aren't snarky. No, they're all just like, oh, I like your picture. Yes. Oh, it's great. Yeah, like if you're ranking the snarkiness of social media, obviously Twitter is up top. I'm only I'm only I'm only on three of them, so I don't yeah. know about I don't know about your kids and your Snapchat, but like yeah, I don't do this. Twitter is the most snarky, yes. right? Then Facebook is second, mm-hmm. and you could put like twenty other things yeah. ahead of Instagram. Oh yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. I mean it's. Yeah, Instagram. I've never seen negative posts. No, I don't know if I ever have either. Uh, but quite frankly, I don't even know if I had to comment on anything. 
<laughs> no, I do. You're pure, you're like no. my you're like what my dad would be I, on any social yeah, media. I I, mean, I am bad at Instagram because if someone here, this is a perfect opportunity. Email us two twenty two mnr gmail and, and teach me how to use Instagram. So someone give Robbie an Instagram yes. tutorial because I don't get it. Dude, is, is there an Instagram for dummies? I hope so because I'm pretty dumb. I'm like uh, share to. Do I do I pick everyone? Do I pick like you hit oh share. when you're doing the stories? Yeah, yeah, it's so like, weird. I, I, okay, share to my story, but do I pick everyone too? And then there's no done. I'm like I feel like I'm ninety. But plus the worst thing about the stories is they only last twenty four hours and then they're gone. Oh, you didn't know that? I didn't know that. <laughs> I just thought they were there until I posted a new story. No, you could put like twenty stories up, but each story only lasts twenty four hours. Oh, we'll have a you and I will have a meeting. Yeah. This is by the way about. I would say a year and a half ago. Yeah. Robbie was the social media coordinator. What was your title? Social media manager? Something like that. Social media maven. <laughs> <laughs> I was effing fired. Yes. <laughs> he was ousted. Yeah, by the way, when I ousted him, I don't think I even told him. No, I just you just start posting crap. I was like, oh thank God. <laughs> <You> start post- <laughs> I started posting stuff and Robbie stopped. Yeah, I was like, thank God. I'll just share the what you post. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, so bad. I wish we would have had this conversation before I gave you that title. I yeah, could, I could have saved us about a year, like a hundred, a hundred episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. We'll we'll figure that out. We'll, yeah, Instagram is tough to post. Yeah, again, there's a whole other app. But, but anyway, I like Instagram. It's fun. It's fun. They're all they're all they all have their place. Did yeah. you have a good Christmas? <sighs> this is probably the first Christmas that uh, the little guy. Kind of, and it'll get better as the years go here. The next two or three years will be the best. But this is probably the first, uh, well, you only had two, but this is probably the first yeah. one that he really got it. He, For the most part. Yeah, he's more into opening. Yes, not than, even playing with this. No, thing. like more just ripping crap open. So the problem is, so every time like my family came over, we did Christmas Eve, and then my family came over, but he just ran every gift yeah. and wanted to rip it open, rip the, the, the tissue paper out. But he had a good time. And we still don't have half his crap open because he got so much. I mean, just we got him the Fisher Price house. Yeah, yeah. And he loves that. He's playing in that thing. And it, 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 you put the mail in and thermostat. And it's very cool. It just, I don't have any room. That's a, yeah. That's like, that I don't know what to do. And your house is, your house is bigger than mine. We had the issues where we, I mean, Lena's room uh, was a bed. And it's getting a little bit better because she's yeah. starting to grow out of the younger kid stuff. Yeah. It was a bed and then surrounding the bed was like a walkway that was about six <laughs> inches wide that we could <laughs> shuffle through and then it was just toys in her little room. So what do you do? So this is the question. So you know, he's not even two. He's not even a year and a half. Do you put his toys in his room? Because he doesn't really go in his room to, but to sleep. At like, this age, you got to keep toys everywhere. That's what I mean. It's like what do you do with them? Like you put them in your living room, they're in the dining room, yep. but no point putting them upstairs because he can't get upstairs. You, you have to have toys in the kitchen. You have to have toys in the dining room. Okay. You have to have toys in the living room. Something that'll occupy him where you can see him because I'm sure you have lots of the baby gates up, yes. so you can kind yes. of corral him in different yes. rooms. Uh-huh. You got to have anything and everything in those rooms that can entertain him. Yeah, so that's yeah. okay. So good. I'm because I, I said to Leah, she's like, we just can't have everything everywhere. I'm like, yes, you have to. Where, where are you going to put it? The entire house is a playroom at this age. He's room. not going upstairs. No. to play. No. It's not like okay, go ahead, Chase, go play in your room. Like that doesn't work yet, right? No, no, you're exactly. four years. You're four years away from oh, that. Got, God, got, if I step on other freaking little people, I'm gonna scream. Wait till he graduates to Legos. You haven't felt oh. anything until you stepped on a Lego in bare feet. <laughs> so there was a wrestling match. I saw it. Did you see it on yes. Raw? The miracle on 34th <laughs> Street fight. 
the best. It was the first one they ever done. They do, they do it every year. They suplex the guy. Well, one of the oldest tricks in wrestling is like the uh, extreme match where they suplex yes. people in the thumbtacks. Thumbtacks. Yes. So this one, they had a Santa sack full of Legos, and they and Elias suplex Bobby Lashley onto the pile Legos, of Legos. Yeah. And Legos were in his back, and it looked so painful. <laughs> I would rather tax, I think. It was a great twist on that old... It was so funny. ...on the old standby of tax. Yeah. But anyway... But, but you guys had a good Christmas? Christmas was great. I'm still exhausted from it. Yeah, for sure. And, um, you know, you have that week of, of recovery. Mm-hmm. My house is still not quite recovered. We're getting there. Um, but I'm tired. Yeah. that's. I mean, everyone has the post-Christmas oh. hangover. It's just what you deal with. And that's why it's nice. And I love having the week between Christmas and New Year mm-hmm, off. Mm-hmm, and and mm-hmm. I haven't had a week off since last Christmas and New Year. So yeah. I've really enjoyed uh, my time off here. I'll be back on the show Wednesday morning, in case you're wondering, on the WEEU morning show. Uh, so I still have a couple more days today, Saturday, doing some hockey. It's been a lot of fun. But we've been we've been super, super busy. Yeah, you've been real busy. Uh, Christmas morning. Well, Christmas Eve, Eve, we went to my uncle's house. We normally do on Christmas Eve. We kind of rescheduled it this year for Christmas Eve Eve because of holiday services and their kids at a church. They do a lot of uh, singing and performing at church. Mm-hmm. So we moved around. That's always fun. Then Christmas Eve, my family came over, my parents and my sister, her husband, uh, their little girl came over. And then Christmas morning, it's been the tradition for the last, I would say, five years or so that Christmas morning, everybody would come to our house and my wife would make breakfast. And one of the things that she, I don't know if she invented it, but it was something we kind of stumbled upon at a vacation because it was our night to make dinner and we had leftovers. We had mm-hmm. leftover stuff from dinner. So the next morning we got up and we made breakfast using the leftovers, which were tater tots. Oh, okay. So she makes a tater tot casserole oh, neat. that has eggs, tater tots, bacon, sausage, all in one little dish. Oh, neat. And you scoop it out. She makes it in the crock pot now. It's it. out of this world. Huh. Now, because uh, my uh, sister's little girl is two... And they want to be at home for Christmas morning, and Lane is almost 10. We can kind of go away to other people's houses now. We got yep. up, opened a present or two for my daughter, and then head over there mm. and had breakfast over there, which was fun. Uh, and my niece, she's two, like I said. She has an elf on the shelf. And my daughter has one, too, mm-hmm. and she's had one for many years. We got her one uh, many, many moons ago, and she's become accustomed to the elf leaving. Oh, like the okay. elf's last night is Christmas Eve, and okay. then when you wake up Christmas morning, the elf on the shelf is gone. Oh, okay. Now, we only got the elf, I think, when my daughter was four or five, so she was a little more prepared, I think, because she understood more yeah. that this is just how the elf on the shelf works, and the elf goes home to the North Pole uh, on Christmas with Santa when Christmas comes, mm-hmm. uh, when Santa comes to drop off the gifts, and then he'll come back uh, one of the uh, days uh, following uh, Thanksgiving, one of those weekend days, yeah. the elf on the shelf arrives. Well, the two-year-old, who has been looking for her Mickey Mouse elf, each and every morning oh. was absolutely devastated. Oh, that was gone. She didn't understand that this is just how the elf works. I mean, he's got to go back and he got to help Santa for the next 11 oh, months. Shoot. She was walking around, and the first thing, she just has this sad look in her face. <laughs> and she's walking around, she goes, Mickey, Mickey elf, go. <laughs> Mickey Elf, go. And how do you not laugh? And it's supposed to be the most joy. No, you can't laugh. You laugh hearing about it now. But her (laughs) face, her face, it was like someone came. It's like if you got a kid a puppy, right? (laughs) And you gave them the puppy on Christmas Eve, and they played with the puppy, and they fell in love with the puppy, and then they wake up Christmas, and the puppy's gone. (laughs) 
It was it was the most devastated look I've ever seen on another human oh being's face gosh. in my life. That's funny. In my life. Now, once we got to opening some presents, she, she kind of forgot about it. But, you know, two years old, she got into the habit. It probably took her about a week or so to get into the habit to look for this elf every morning. Because, you know, two-year-olds reset yeah, themselves. Yeah, 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 They yeah. kind of reboot every day. Every day. That like goldfish thing. Like yeah. every 30 seconds, oh, a castle. Yeah. Oh, a castle. <laughs> yeah. That's how it is exactly. with two-year-olds. Yeah, their attention span is... Yeah this big well you know, she tiny. she was locked in on this thing now after a month of this he trained her and it was gone and i oh my god it was again you feel terrible but then you're like oh my gosh <laughs> it's kind of funny that it's funny. yeah so luckily mickey elf will be back we explained that to her uh then we had a christmas here and we went to my parents house for christmas which is always fun and then um on wednesday the day after, that was when my wife's family all got together. Mm-hmm. And that's always a party. I mean, there's so many, and we're all yeah. kind of the same age. They have, she has three siblings, so mm-hmm. there's their siblings. Uh, there's the siblings, and then their their spouses, and then all the kids. So it is just, it is a madhouse whenever yeah. this side of the family gets together now. You okay? <laughs> it was a yawn that I tried to block. And it so just... I always feel good about uh, about how your stories are going when the person you're doing the show with just openly yawns. It's early. <laughs> It's eleven thirty-six. It's early. So, anywho, I'll 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 whiz through this since obviously it's awful. Um, Thank God. One of the things I no. want to bring up: uh, a drink I only have when this side of the family gets together for an early morning thing. Bloody Marys. Oh, I love me some Bloody Marys. Me too. Love them. I, I don't know why I don't have them more often. We're gonna have to have a Bloody Mary night. Here we have show. to. But I want not to go off topic. But I want one with like the chicken in it. What? Did, didn't you see these? No. My God, there's like this. Is it like a guy puts a chicken in it and like shrimp and like f- like mozzarella sticks and like olives and onions? I'll I'll, I'll look it up for you. It's the, in New York City somewhere. The Purdue Bloody Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Your new favorite morning beverage. Mm. But my brother-in-law gets the mix and he makes add some horseradish. Oh, that's the best. Little, the horseradish. Hot sauce. Yeah. Oh man, it is delicious. I got I got to get more on that. And remember the eggnog you had last week? Yes. For us to try, they had a giant bottle of eggnog. <laughs> And it was that P.A. Dutch so whiskey good. mix eggnog that you had. Oh, so you were sloshed. I was doing pretty well by about noon, and then we switched over to beers. It was, a, it was a great day, and after we did all the presents and all the kids were playing, we started uh, getting out these board games that the older kids, we have two nieces, one who is, I think, a junior now in high school, and the other is a freshman in college. And they got these board games for Christmas. One is a game that I had heard of before, uh, that Speak Out game. Where oh, you put you, the you, mouthpiece yes, in your we, mouth. I have that, yes. And you try to play that, it's and you fun. try to say words and phrases, and your people have to guess on your team what phrase you're saying. It's really hard. It's hard. Like, you can't imagine. And they do really well, and these phrases are nonsense, most of them. And, but they do really well getting phrases that you need to enunciate, yes. and you can't enunciate. And you think it's easy. You're like, oh, this is you know, just a yeah. gimmicky thing. No, it's hard. And it's just ridiculous. And you look fantastic and you laugh did you see the pictures of me i did you look i mean god i look ridiculous you look so funny i will tell you i'm going to buy that game Mm -hmm. because that is going to be a new game on the weeu morning show where people are gonna have to call up and figure out what i'm saying to win prizes we should do a whole show with that mouth guard in that'd be fantastic how about just like just Just the cold open just the cold open (laughs) not the whole show yeah just the cold open Let's not get ridiculous. Here's All what right. we should do. We should wait like five weeks, right? <laughs> Until everyone forgets. Yeah, just and then bring just bring it out. <laughs> and just start the show like that. I like how we do show planning while we're doing the show. <laughs> That's the best time. So make, make yourself a reminder. Yes. In like five weeks, sometime around February, Yeah. bring Speak Out. Then we played a game that I had never heard of before. There was this game, and you know like a categories game where there's a category of like five, six people around a table, mm-hmm. and you have to go around the table naming things in that category, yes. and the first person to tap out 
loses. Yes. Like they get a point or whatever yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. There was this giant roll of scotch tape. <laughs> like I'm talking eight inches by eight inches. Wow. Huge. And you pull out a piece of tape. Uh-huh. And there's wheels on the inside that have random uh, categories on. There's two wheels. And they spin like a, uh, like a slot machine. Yeah. When you pull the tape out, then they stop. And it'll say like creepy stores. Oh. Like, like there's like a, an adjective and then a noun. Yeah. And you have to name categories. Oh, neat. Like uh, famous actresses or uh, or scary. You know, there's different yeah, kinds of stuff. Yeah, exactly. And they all kind of spin and go around. Then you have to name these things. And you have a giant piece. It looks like scotch tape, but it's really like very heavy duty, almost like uh, athletic tape. Of oh, some sort. okay. And then what you do is you go around and you go around the table twice. And then if you tap out, whoever pulled the tape out gets to put tape on your face wherever they want. <laughs> and they're like taping your nose up they're that's, taping your eyes closed that sounds like fun they're putting tape over your mouth what is that called it is called caught on tape huh and it is a lot of fun wow they get that you have to look for that game it is a lot a lot of fun that sounds like fun so i highly highly recommend yes that, that sounds like fun yeah. so then we drove home and by by the time wednesday night came we were all we were all just exhausted oh i bet so we thought what better to do to keep this uh, exhaustion going, we had been promising and promising my daughter and kind of uh, as part of her Christmas present, we were going to take her to New York City. Oh. So on Thursday morning, we woke up. And keep in mind, I still have not slept in. My day's off. And I, there's nothing I love on my day's off uh. more than not setting an alarm. Well, of course, my daughter was up at 530 on Christmas Day. Oh, my God. We sent her back to bed till 7. But at 7 o'clock, she was up screaming. Santa was there. Santa was there. So we were up opening presents before going to my sister's. And then we had to get up early on uh, the day after to go down to my uh, sister-in-law's for Bookhammer Christmas. Well, we woke up at 730. Oh, my God. Which... Again, still sleeping in for me, but I prefer to not. I prefer to just sleep in. Like yeah, today I slept till like nine. Wake 20. up when yeah. the good Lord exactly. lets you wake. Exactly. Well, we drove up to Hoboken and we parked in Hoboken and then uh, took the PATH train into New York City. Now, I hadn't been to New York in quite some time, mm-hmm. probably a decade since wow. I've been to New York. Uh, maybe my wife had been there um, since then. You know, it's probably you know I think it was pre-daughter, so it was probably decade because we had gone up together. It's probably the last time my wife was there as well, and uh, we went in, saw the uh, New World Trade Center. Very cool, very, very emotional. Cool. Yeah, I uh, went and saw the uh, memorial fountains mm-hmm. that are at the base of the, where the yep. two towers stood, which was uh, something. And you took some pictures of them. They're they're beautiful memorials yeah, and very much uh, the line. We didn't go into the museum. Mm-hmm. I don't think my daughter's quite ready for that yet at nine years old. Plus, I wasn't quite ready for that. Yeah. Plus I the mean, line is. The yeah, line was long. super long, and we had some other stuff we wanted to do. Walked over Battery Park from there, mm-hmm. saw the Statue of Liberty from Battery Park. We didn't take the ferry because it was, a, it was yeah. a long line for that as well, and there was some other stuff we wanted to do. Then we uh, took my daughter on her first subway ride. <laughs> now, we were on the path, which is underground, uh-huh. but it's not exactly the New York City subway. No. It's now, fancier than it's, the New York City. It's nicer. Yes. yes and and it's, it's more commuters going to work in the morning, yeah. especially the time we were on the train. Rather than um, just people getting around the city. Yeah, the regulars. The regulars. And my wife started explaining to my daughter, because I think it's an important conversation to have with a kid the first time they get on the subway in New York or even Philadelphia, anything like that, that there are going to be, how can I put this, (laughs) some interesting characters on the subway. Yeah. And you just kind of got to go with the flow. Mm -hmm. And there's going to be some people that maybe may be spouting some nonsense Mm -hmm. at a very high volume. Mm -hmm. The important thing is just kind of pretend they're not there. Yeah, look down. Look down. Look out the window. Don't stare. Yeah. And this confused my daughter. She's like, what do you mean? 
what, how is this? I don't understand. She's like, just because this could happen. You yeah. know, just be aware of it. And, you know, she had a lot of questions. But said, look, just kind of have your wits about you. Yeah. So we get on the subway, and uh, we're heading from uh, kind of Wall Street area. And we're mm-hmm. trying to go up to the uh, Rockefeller Center, Times Square, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. that part, that section of town. Yeah. So the first, I would say, five minutes of the subway ride was quiet. Everyone was just kind of in their phones, yeah. on their iPads. We were chatting, the three of us, amongst ourselves. And then directly behind me, <laughs> my wife and daughter were sitting. I was holding on to the bar facing them. So directly across from my family <laughs> and behind me, some gentleman... <laughs> In a uh, blue hat that had an Amer- had an eagle with the flag on it on uh-huh. his hat, started spouting about the NSA, oh 9-11. Oh. And at one point he says, they, kn- they know I'm right. That's why they punched out my two front teeth. <laughs> they were, were they still there or were they I gone? Couldn't, I was looking at a <laughs> I was looking in the reflection yeah. in, so I couldn't I didn't get a dental view. It would be funny if they were still there. <laughs> <laughs> Or if he popped him out like a hockey player. Yeah, Want to hold him? <laughs> but it was just hilarious. I were like, this could happen. And then seven minutes into the ride, oh my it goodness. started happening. And I wanted to go to Lena. This is what we're talking about. <laughs> was she kind of traumatized? She just was staring at my wife. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. It was just it, it was right away. It was just very funny. That's, so we got out at funny. yeah we got out at um, uh, Penn's, uh, Grand Central Station mm-hmm. right at the uh, right at the middle of the town that was decorated very cool. Mm-hmm. We walked into the main concourse there, which is very famous from uh, countless number movies. of movies and TV mm-hmm. shows. But they have giant wreaths. Then we walked outside and we were looking for a place to maybe grab some lunch. We were going to go visit um, uh, Bryant Park, mm-hmm. which is right next to the giant library there, the PA, uh, the uh, New York Public Library. Mm-hmm. My my daughter wanted to see that. She's in the libraries. So we were going to do all that in that area, and we were looking for a pizza shop. We were going to go New York Pizza Ray's for famous. lunch. Uh, something like that. There was Joe's, I think it was Joe's Famous or whatever <laughs> yeah. it was. And we're all famous. Yeah, we're all famous. But every pizza shop in that area was completely like packed. There really? was lines out the door. It was lunchtime. Uh, I mean, it was just mobbed. Uh-huh. And my daughter was like, there's a Chick-fil-A. And I was like, we are not coming all the way to New York City to eat at a Chick-fil-A. You got to eat a floppy, foldable slice of pie. We got to have something authentic. I'm not going to a chain restaurant yeah. in New York City. Yeah. Well, we walked around for an hour. <laughs> and my, my daughter's a bit picky. Yeah. We looked everywhere for something that she could eat that we would all eat. We were even considering like a hot dog. Even a hot dog yeah. from one of the stands. Mm-hmm. At least you're eating something New York. Yeah. Well, we ate a chick. <laughs> that pissed you off. <laughs> I was a little annoyed. I, I'm standing in line. And I'm like, I can't believe I'm ordering a spicy chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A in New York. <laughs> so we ate a Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Then we walked around. We kind of walked quickly through Times Square. We wanted to come back when the sun came down. We went up to Rockefeller Center. Mm -hmm. Now, I have been in a lot of uh, tight places that have been filled with a lot of people. Like, I've never been more panicked in my life, and I've told this story, than we were in Penn State, and we were in that basement bar, and a Mm -hmm. band that my wife had a friend in was playing, and I had to leave. Yeah. It was just, it was confining. It was the first time I ever felt like that. It happened again this past Broad Street run mm-hmm. where we were all packed on the subway. <laughs> and like more people can't fit on the subway. And then 12 more people got on. Yeah. And it was just ridiculous. <laughs> that was what Rockefeller Center was. Uh-huh. On two days after Christmas, 
around the tree, around Everyone the ring, off. trying to get around Radio City Music Hall. It was wall-to-wall people, and you get on these sidewalks, and they have so many areas cordoned off, I think that's the right yeah. phrase, and with just, like, they want police cars and police availability in the middle of the street. So the streets are closed, but still, like, the area where cars would drive mm-hmm. are blocked off, so you can't even walk there. So you basically have, like, five more feet onto yeah. the street from the sidewalk. And it's literally just wall to wall people trying to both go different directions, and just you can't. There's no. There's no sense of direction. There's no sense of movement. Nope. It is just a mass of humanity that was maybe the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. And I'm going to say this: I'm probably going to po a lot of people. Yeah, it's overrated. Uh, it was. I don't mind taking my daughter to go <clears throat> and see those places. There's other places I'd rather go to, quite yeah. frankly, than. Like right there, I don't mind seeing the tree. Yeah, but she wanted to go, and we wanted to take her to FAO Schwartz. Yes, the Lego store. There were lines around the block to get into these stores. That's insane. People were waiting in line to go into these stores. We didn't go in. Yeah, we didn't uh, go. Yeah, in. I mean, what's the? I, I couldn't believe the amount of people. It's crazy. I mean, and the amount of people just don't want to let you move. And the tree is not that big. Like it looks huge when they show it on TV. Yeah, and you get there and you're like, I mean, it's a big Christmas tree. It is, but it's like. You do it, it, it. You feel like it should be bigger in New York. I feel like it should be like a skyscraper yeah. type tree. It should, it should be as big as the freaking building. It should be at least half the size of Rockefeller. Center. And it's not. I should at least feel like if this thing toppled over, ice skaters would die. Oh yeah, this one. I feel like they just skate not out wait of the way. in line for that. They just skate around. <laughs> they just skate around. And there was like a row of people, ten people deep, to watch people ice skate. Yeah, it was nuts. Oh it yeah, was, you can never ice skate. The line to yeah. ice skate is like insane. Too. It was absolutely nuts. So we we walked around a bit, then we went in. And this was one of the main reasons we went up there. Uh, have I talked to you before about the American Girl doll? Um, no. Now, you have a boy. Thank God. So this probably won't come into play. They Thank have God. boy American Girl dolls. Now. I don't care. This is a doll <laughs> that is very in demand. And it's one of those things that is one of the biggest ripoffs you will ever see in your life. It's $120 for a doll. What? Yes. What? Uh-huh. And you can get the same doll at Target for 20 Maybe twenty five. And what is it supposed to like look like you or something? You can get customizable ones, uh, but they also have there all kinds of different clothes, all different accessories. Wait, so one hundred twenty just gets you the base model? Gets you the base model doll. Then you have to uh, upgrade with different clothes. Does it come naked? Uh, no, it does come with a with a set of clothes. Okay, but just that one set, maybe a couple other accessories. Oh, I thought the American Girl doll like like the looked like you. You can get that. Oh, but I thought that was that was the base. That, no, the base oh. one that that customizable one probably costs more money. Oh my! The regular one is like a hundred twenty, and they have all different kinds of models. Is it real skin? No. no okay, or real hair? <laughs> somehow it's not like harvest. Somehow that would be worse. Oh, I'm okay. not sure. <laughs> I mean, for hundred twenty, I expect it to like if you like Robbie's American Girl doll would be the uh, would be the uh, focus <laughs> of a Luther episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so creepy. Um, so we go in there, and it's just I mean, it's a three story store. What? It's just uh, all kinds of American Girl doll stuff, and it's just mass chaos. They have a salon there where the girls can get their hair done. There's a little chair where they also do the doll's hair while you're getting your hair done. I wish everyone could see my face. And there's a restaurant, I mean, where you can have lunch and a tea party with your American Girl doll. It is the biggest ripoff. Like if you if, rip ripoff should have in Wikipedia a picture of the American <laughs> Girl doll next to it. It was, and every guy in the store. I don't mean to be sexist. But it's very much a girl thing. Oh, yeah. It's American Girl doll. Every guy in the store has the same confused, angry, 
sad, hungry, hungry <laughs> drunk, or wishing they could have a beer kind of look <laughs> on their face. Just it's, it is a it is the weirdest mix of emotions and you have ever seen in your life. Is this exclusive? Like, there's only one store. Well, I think there's also an outlet in Hershey, but it's not the same deal. Like, this is a this is like I think the mecca. Okay, for so American it, Girl okay, so in New York City, yeah, this is, is the, okay, and it's right near like Radio City Music Hall. So it's not like Rock Build a Bear, no, where it's in malls across no. the country. Okay, no, gotcha. no, 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 no. Okay, I mean they're ma- they have mail order and everything, but it's this is the yeah. end all be all store. So the big <clears> purchase, and we told my daughter if you're going to get something like a souvenir, we wanted to say New York. Yeah, like you're not going to New York to buy a stuffed animal. You know what yeah. I mean? We already ate at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Let the madness end. <laughs> yeah. So we go there, and she finally picks a T-shirt. Now, this T-shirt at least had American Girl doll. Then underneath it said New York. Yeah. $24. Not terrible. It's New York City. No, is this for her doll or for her? This is for her. Oh, okay. But she also bought a matching T-shirt for the doll. Oh. The doll's T-shirt cost 10 bucks. <laughs> I don't buy T-shirts that are $10. <laughs> no. No. I bought you that T-shirt. That yeah. T-shirt I got you. Yeah, eight bucks. Well, that's what I mean. Like people buy me my Under Armour stuff. Like I try not to buy my Under Armour stuff, and that, it even kills me to pay retail for that. And I'm going to say it's a little bit more useful than a doll's T-shirt. Yeah, but it is amazing the racket they got going. That you, you look at this and you're like, why didn't I think of this? This is the biggest. This is this, it's just they're printing money at this door. And by the way, this thing's giant, but it's packed with people. You can't even walk through this. Door. So do you have to like schedule a time for those other things for the salon and yeah, the restaurant? You do. you do, but other than that, you can just walk in. Thankfully, there wasn't a line because if there was a line, yeah. we would have had to wait in the line. So she is this her first doll. I mean, uh, her first American Girl doll. She had she she didn't we didn't get the doll there. She oh. had a doll already. Someone, uh, my oh. my in laws, my wife's family had gotten her the doll for oh. her birthday a couple of years ago. Okay, or Christmas. So she just wanted accessories. Yes. So she was just going to shop. She had never been to the store. So that was quite the experience. After that, we're like, we need a snack. We're gonna get a, a New York, New York snack. We're looking for something New York. Yeah. Cinnabon. Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> so just to recoup, recap, excuse me, and recoup, I went to <laughs> New York City. The only things I ingested while in New York City was Chick-fil-A and Ben and Jerry's. You didn't even go to like a stand and get like falafel? Nope. Or like the they they like those little carts this time of year have the Jerry's. Wow. I should never be allowed as a family, we should never be allowed in that city again. Like you're not even tourists. No. You're like <laughs> we're, we're I don't like, know what to call you. We're like disgruntled locals. Yeah, like you yeah, you live there. Like, oh, I'm not, you know, New York stinking pizza. I'm getting fast food. Jerks! It was a complete waste of of food, uh, food time, and all the good places. To I know, eat. I know. I wanted to. Okay, pizza. so you went to Hoboken. Yeah. Please God, tell me you stopped at Cake no, Boss. No. Oh my God! At where? At uh, the Cake Boss. No, it's right in Hoboken. I had no idea. Oh my! I should have told you. That. You should have told me. My so wife you know, like, would you know, like that. What's his name? I forget his name. The Cake Boss. The Cake Boss guy. Mis- the, yeah, Mister Cake that, Boss. Their shop, their original no shop, is in Hoboken. I'm more of a, a Duff guy. More of an ace of cake, but they have the best. Oh my god, the best coffee cake! I like coffee cake. Uh, so uh, that was most of our day. Then we did walk through uh, Times Square. Of course, Times Square is going to be a very popular place on New Year's Eve oh tonight. My gosh. Uh, so it was kind of cool to be there ahead of time and kind of prepping? see uh, the stage and all the giant speakers that are hanging around Times Square. Plus, I hadn't been there, like I said, in 10 years. Yeah, it's and changed. Times Square is just, it's so digital. You know it, what I mean? It's, it's like so Vegas. Digital. It really is. It, it, it's like Little Vegas. You can't imagine. 
like that they could do that with screens. I mean, it's giant HD screens. Yeah, that must be weatherproof because they're right there in New York City. It was like I said, I sound like a complete dolt saying this, but it was it was really something to see. And it I had been there in years. So every, I mean, I, I, we've been there pretty frequently, but every time you see it, it 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 takes your breath away just yeah. how how it was not that short time ago. Like yeah. it was not a good place to be. There, you know, what I mean, and they really cleaned it up, and it's very cool now. I mean, it was kind of sketchy there, like. 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's become very cool and they've really Now, did they um the the Toys R Us store did they fill that with anything? I didn't see a Toys R Us store. The M&M store again, lying around the block to get in the M&M Jeez. store. There's a Coca-Cola store, I think, on there. We somewhere. didn't see that. We saw the Hershey store. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Coca-Cola store is there anymore. Oh, okay. Might have been gone. We saw the ABC News. My daughter mm-hmm. wakes up in the morning. My wife always puts Today Show on. Oh, yeah. So she, she thought that was cool in Rockefeller oh, okay. Center. Yeah. The Today Show. But compare if you compare Rockefeller Center and Times Square, Times Square was a walk in the park. Compared wow. to Rockefeller Center, so much easier to get around. Just because that damn tree. Yep. It was dark and it was cool to see the lights, and it was just—it was pretty neat. Yeah. To uh, to uh, experience that. I know we've talked about this before, but I would I. I can't imagine living there. Is that what you're going to say? No, I can't imagine tonight. Oh New no, Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. We've talked about this before. My you wife's know, your done wife, that. Yeah, she, Julie has done it. And I have I, no interest. I there was there'd be a hundred more painful, annoying things for me to do than that. Are you doing anything tonight? No, no, we're not either. We um, we 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 had a. <laughs> my wife and I came to a stone cold reality. Yeah, that we are socially inept. Well, well, we're we're having. You uh, have a kid. We have a, we you do have a little kid. kid, and you know we've uh, some friends invited us out. And we didn't even get invited. It's anywhere. kind of annoying, like when people that don't have young children invite us out because it's like um, you realize. How are we going to find a babysitter? Yeah, on, on New, New Year's, Year's Eve. Eve. But to be fair, they probably they probably realize that. But they don't want to be rude. True. We at least you were invited. True. We, we were not invited so anywhere. We have some friends coming over. We're gonna play rock band. You're more than welcome to come over. Oh, let me know. I mean, if you want to come over, we're gonna do rock band, play some games. We're making dinner. All right. If you, if, if uh, Lena wants to come, if we'll talk later. Yeah, we'll talk later. But I mean, I I thought you guys were just out of plans. Here's here's <laughs> That's the, my fault. Here's the cold hard truth. <laughs> my job has been so weird for the last uh, six. To twelve years, mm-hmm. that most of the time when people have asked me to do stuff, when I was a fill-in before I had the show, and even for a while I worked on New Year's Eve after taking over the morning show, yeah, I was working every holiday. <laughs> so people just have stopped inviting us. Well, I think that's true because you figure, well, yeah. you're not going to be up because yeah. six o'clock in the morning, or you know, you I'm start. I'm not going to stay up, yeah, so I'm going to start. Yeah. yeah, and sometimes uh, there's been a couple times I've even hosted the New Year's Eve show up at the Pagoda. Yeah, so I mean, it's yeah, it's a, it's a <laughs> you thing. You know, and I felt it's like. Like you know, you know, it's Steph and Joe, and they're yeah. coming over. They're the only ones coming over because they're not only like you know, like ki- like friends who don't want to go out. <laughs> and, I have no and, interest. Yeah, and I have no interest either because I don't really like crowds. I don't, no. you know, just I'm like you, and I'm not going to pay nineteen dollars for a Bud Light. No, yeah, I'm sorry. I like house parties. I, I just do, do too for just about everything. And I have a I have a big bar. I'm just saying. So whoever doesn't want to come out, I give me ten bucks. Don't pay the $100 a person. Come the, to my house. The Robbie Lessig cover. Yeah. Hey, let's jump into our drinks and our snacks here on episode 132 of the 222 podcast right here on readyneagle.com slash 222 Apple Podcast Pod Bean. And, of course, the uh, Reading Eagle app and the TuneIn app. Lots of drinks and snacks. It's going to be a Cheez-It snack night or afternoon or morning whenever you're listening to this podcast. Do you want to start with your drink or your snack? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of hungry. Let's do our snack. Let's do our snack. So what do you got here for your snack? So we, again, love Cheez-Its. Yes, Cheez-Its uh, ne- almost never disappoints. I've, I don't think we've ever ranked a Cheez-It probably below a two and a half or three maybe. Uh, maybe even a three and a yeah. half. Yeah. But this is their snack mix. Now, we love snack mixes here. 
and this is a sweet and salty. So I love sweet and salty. This has M&Ms in it and caramel popcorn. And I don't even know what it looks like. Chex mix, some sort maybe? of Chex mix, yeah. But I don't know if it's sweet. I don't know. We'll see. Let me ask you a question. Yes. Where do you rank just your normal cheese? It because I think the normal cheese it's at least a four. Uh, to me, it's a perfect snack. It's great. I mean, it really is because I feel like I can eat a lot of them and not get like feel bad about myself. Like I eat a whole bag of chips, and I'm like, oh, I'm fat. But at least if I eat a whole box of cheese it's eh, not so bad. I eat reduced fat cheese its every day. I'd say I'd give Almost. this. I'd Thank give you. this. That's a lot. I don't need that much, oh, so we okay. can share. Okay, we'll share. I, I, I'd say four, four and a half for a cheese. I agree. Now I'll tell you what, though, the grooves. I like them better. I, I almost like them better than the because they're a little more crispy. We'll get to those grooves. I have some yeah. grooves for um, for my snack. One of the new flavors. By the way, the checks I think is a sweet checks. It is. So salty. You got. The pretzels mm-hmm. and the cheese it, mm-hmm. and there's two different kinds of pretzels. You got the sticks and then the uh, tiny little normal looking pretzels. I'm gonna go all together. And then your sweet would be the caramel corn, the checks, and the M and M's. So I got a handful here, I got a little bit of everything. Yeah, I don't have any M and M's though. Oh yeah. Anyway, I got M M. So I got each pretzel here. I got the caramel. I got the checks. So all we need is some M and M's here. Wow. Not a lot of M and M's in there. No. Which doesn't really surprise me. Yeah. Probably the most expensive. All right, here we go. Now I got one of everything. All right, I got to do that too. I'm going in. The mixing of things is, quite frankly, my favorite part of a snack mix. Mm Mm-hmm. I'll be honest. I don't think it needs the M&M. It's a nice little treat. I like the texture more than I think it adds anything else. I think, and I'll get my ranking, but I I think it's too sweet. I want a little more salt. It depends what you're looking for. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. Oh, no. No, yeah. no, no. I think I'm just being critical of it, I, I, but I, I think it needs more salt. To me, this isn't an everyday snack or even a snack you keep in the house. This is a party thing. Yeah. And I must say, the caramel popcorn is actually good because sometimes in these snack mixes, when they add this, it tastes it's bad because it's not the, the showcase. I mean, it's looking pretty good. The showcase. By the way, what you didn't see. The showcase. It's when Robbie said showcase. I did he jazz did, hands. He did jazz hands. <laughs> All right, let's get to your drink. What do you got for us? So, I can't believe I did that. I think this might be the first. You wanted to end. You had such a, excuse me, let me write this down. You had such a <laughs> drink 2018 <laughs> that you wanted to end on a high note. Yes. At least for me. So, I got a citrus IPA. Now, it's from Loose Cannon, right? No, it's Heavy, Heavy Seas. Excuse me, they make the Loose Cannon Tropy IPA. Cannon? Tropy now, Cannon? <laughs> Heavy Seas is hit or miss. Yes, I know. I I remember kind of we like did a Evil couple. Genius. Yeah, we did a couple, and I didn't. I don't think I've ever really liked anything I had. But if I'm drinking an IPA, I want a Citra Hop. Yep. IPA because that's my favorite. It is the best. So um, let me open that for uh, you. Yes, yeah, so this I saw this right away, and um, I was very impressed with. I, I <laughs> and also like Evil Genius. I like their names. I like. The oh bottle, yeah. You know they they, they get me. into the bottle and the mm-hmm. and the names. Here we go. <clears throat> Arr. The Unbound Wanderer with a sense of adventure are refresh- a refreshingly fruity, citrusy twist on an American IPA. It's a bold citrus flavor, and it will set you adrift in a tropic paradise. <laughs> Arr. Ooh. Lives in a pineapple under the sea. SpongeBob. Uh, 7.25% alcohol. Wow. So pretty high. Pretty high. That .25 is going to get you. Let me uh, give you some here. <laughs> it smells very fruity. Mm-hmm. Very fruity. Oh, it smells like orange juice. Holy Hannah. That is very citrus. Wow. Uh, so I don't even know. This might not even be 
citra uh, hops. This might just be like the juice citrus. Yeah, I'm trying to see if it if it lists what hops are in here. It doesn't. Jump in. What do you think? Here we go. It's an ale with blood orange, grapefruit zest, and other natural flavors. I'll tell you what. I get none of that hop kick. You know what I mean? When, that's what I hate. You that it drop kicks your tongue. It's got a, a bit of bitterness. Yeah, but they have so much citrus in there that it cuts it. This this is a Robbie IPA. This is this is my wheelhouse. And you know, I it, it's probably not going to be my go to. No. But again, if you have this in your fridge, or if someone brings a six pack, or if I'm out looking for something different, this yeah. is different, and this is pretty tasty. I must say though, I prefer the Citra hop. Oh, I do too. Rather than just the citrus. Yes, I, I the citrus is a adding that much citrus flavor is kind of an easy way out. Yeah, the citra hop when done correctly is is. So this is good, but like amazing. I prefer a citra hop IPA. Yeah, I never this. thought I'd be that geeky into beers, but yeah, the yeah, citra hop too. is by far. I can't believe I'm actually saying I like an IPA that I brought. I'm proud of you. Yeah, you did good. You ended on a high note, my I friend. Did. We'll I give did. our ratings here. Let's go to my drink while we are, are doing some drinks. Let me get a sip of water here to cleanse the palate. Yeah, let's you, sip of Starbucks. Starbucks All right, I have from Blue Point. Speaking of uh, uh, fruitiness, this is a Hoptical Illusion. So Ooh. I'm guessing there's some tropicalness in here. This is an East Coast IPA. So let's open this guy up. Speaking of uh, labels and marketing, this just looks attractive. This label. It does. It's it's a very cool label. Yeah, it's kind of has a kind of a Grateful Dead kind of yeah um, hippie hippie kind of font. I don't know if like it's not aerial. It's not. Uh, what did I just pour in here? I don't know what's happening. You gave me two I cups. I gave you two cups. I don't know what that cup was. I don't know what the hell was happening there. <laughs> Some kind of weird science experiment now in that cup because I just poured something. We have too many red cups. We do. We officially have too many beverages today. All right, there you go. Yeah, this is this is not a Times uh, New Roman no. font. It's very good looking. All right. Oh, it stinks. It doesn't smell as fruity. I don't think it stinks. It has that. It has that IPA smell. It stinks. It's not as it's not as hoppy as it smells. Oh no! Yeah, it has that hop smell. It's very underwhelming. It's no fruit. It kind of uh, kind of. I taste nothing under. You know who would like this beer? Dan Newbert. Dan Newbert. Yeah, it is underwhelming. Seven percent alcohol though. That's the job done. Yeah, Blue Point. Yeah. I hate when I lose an IPA off to Robbie. Oh my God! Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Wow. I feel like I've I feel like I've shamed everyone. What is happening? All right, let's get to my snack. Let's leave this behind us. Yeah. Speaking of cheese at grooves, this is the I've never seen this. I've seen new uh mm-hmm. limited edition. This is newest edition oh. of Cheese at Grooves. This is the loaded cheesy taco. And listen, who does a, who doesn't like a taco? Stick your schnoz in there. Sneak your uh, gonzo in there and then pour yourself some. Oh. How's that smell? That smells nice. It has a lot of taco zest. I love taco seasoning. All right, let's jump in here. Put it in my hair and my, my beard when I have a little bad day. Mm. Robbie, Robbie treats taco seasoning like he's Cameron Diaz and something about Mary. <laughs> I do. This is good. I like this. Now, I haven't had many grooves before. Is this a lighter groove? Because from what I remember, the other grooves are more substantial. It's almost like they went lighter to mimic a taco shell. 
agree that the grooves usually are thicker. I think they went lighter to mimic the taco shell and the taco shell crunch. These are good. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. Let's get to our rankings here. Yeah. All right. Let's start with your snack. We were hungry first. Your, your oh, cheese right. it check, check, your cheese it snack mix. What's in there again? Sweet and salty. We got caramel popcorn, sweet checks mix, M and M's, pretzels, and the traditional cheese it. Um, I'm gonna go two and a half, wow. which is probably the lowest I've ever gone to cheese it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want more salt. I, I when they, I don't know. I, it's too sweet for me, and I'm not a sweet guy. Um, I think the M and M's. Well, first of all, it's like three in there. And I feel like it's not a, it doesn't need to be there. So two and a half. I mean, just average for me. Um, it, It's not up to the normal Cheez-It standards. And we've had a Cheez-It snack mix before, I thought. Yeah. Which was better than this. Here's what I'm going to say. I was going to give it a higher score before I ate the grooves. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say three. I think because it's a Cheez-It uh, snack, it's still above average. Yeah. Just based on the fact that it's cheese it and it has that bit of an advantage, mm-hmm. but it's not one of their best. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a three. Mm-hmm. Let's go to your uh, drink here. Your uh, heavy seas, Tropi Cannon. This is a citrus IPA. Don't think it has much uh, to go with citrus hops. It's no. not heavy on that. It is a citrus fruity beer. Yeah. Um, I don't even know if I call this an IPA. Like, I mean, you see, I mean, you get... think of IPA as, as getting hit in the head with hops. Yeah. IPA is just a style of beer. I know, but I feel like it's almost. I don't even know what it'd be. It's almost it. It kind of uh, it tastes more like a fruity pale ale. Yeah, I would compare it to kind of the grapefruit pale ale you would get at Yards, but it has more, um, it has the grapefruit, but also has more of an orange. Like yeah, if you poured orange juice into the Yards grapefruit yeah. pale. So this to me, I mean, for again, if you're gonna call it an IPA, one of my favorite 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 one of my most favorite most favorite IPAs. Um, I'm gonna go three and a half. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's. It not gr- I mean, like I don't know if I drink a six pack, but again, it's very drinkable. So. It's very drinkable. It's fruity. It's refreshing, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's delicious. It's just not exactly what I would look for in an IPA. Like you said, just super juicy, super um, uh, super uh, citrusy. Uh, but I'm not going to turn it away. Three and a half. Yeah, three and a half. All right, let's get to my beer here, the Blue Point Optical Illusion. Cool name, cool label. Disappointing brew. Yeah, I'm going to go two. Uh, it's very underwhelming. I'd say it's below average. Uh, it just, again, I think, I'm, I can't believe I'm saying this, but when you advertise an IPA, IPAs are full of flavor. I mean, whether you like that hoppy ki- kick or you like whatever, there's no flavor there. Yeah. It doesn't taste like, to me, that's like Miller Lite-ish. I like, wouldn't say Miller Lite-ish, but yeah, it's it's, it's underwhelming yeah. for sure. That is the word I would use to explain it. You know for me, an IPA... Or any, yeah. normally any beer is a baseline of four. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe 3.75. Yeah. This is a two. Uh, really underwhelmed. Really disappointed. I wanted more. Uh, still drinkable. I wouldn't turn. I'm, it's not going to go to waste. I'm not going to no. pour it down the sink. That's what I mean. I'm, but there yeah. are so many other IPAs I choose over this. Yeah. Still wow. beer. Still 7% alcohol. Still yeah. get the job done. And finally, the last snack of 2018 oh. are Cheese It Grooves, the newest edition loaded cheesy taco. I'm going to go four and a half. I mean, I really can't find anything wrong with it. I mean, the they lose a half a point probably because they eat the whole damn box. So, four and a half. I agree. I like the groove. I like the crunch. I like that they went lighter on the grooves to kind of mimic the taco shell consistency. I like the taste. I like the zest. I like the fact that it smells, smells like good. a taco. 
This is excellent. Four and a half. Uh, could if I eat, give me a little more time, eat some more, I could talk myself into a five. Yeah, they are outstanding. Very good. All right, those are our drinks and our snacks here on episode one thirty-two of the two twenty-two podcast. A couple quick things here. Um, did you see Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse? I yet? did not All see right. it. We'll talk about that because I think I, I mentioned it briefly. A lot of fun. Yeah, my daughter really liked it. Uh, we also went. It was a big uh, movie stretch over like five days. My whole family, because my wife and my daughter are huge into Mary Poppins. Ugh. To give you an idea how much my wife is into Mary Poppins, because that's when you know that was big mm-hmm. for her when she was a kid, and I liked it as well. I still like it. Dick Van Dyke is uh, amazing, and uh, we took my uh, uh, wife and my daughter. We all went out and saw it on Sunday morning before Christmas. Uh, a lot of fun. I wouldn't say it's as good uh, uh, as the original, but still uh, a solid movie. If you like the Mary yeah. Poppins character, Lin Manuel Miranda is a lot of fun in the role of uh, Jack, which is just kind of Bert, but instead of being a chimney sweep, he's a lamplighter. Uh, but Emily Blunt, I've talked about this before with Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman, one of the most talented people, yeah. probably ever walk on the earth. He's been an action hero. Uh, he's done drama and he does musicals and dances and sings. He's on Broadway. He's done The Greatest Showman. If you want to see just a amazing display of talent, watch The Greatest Showman. Uh, Emily Blunt is right up there as far as talent uh, goes with Hugh Jackman. My wife saw it and she said, "Nearly perfect." She's great. And she said the only thing she would have wanted was Julie Andrews to do a cameo. Well, and I, we've talked about this. The interesting part is Julie Andrews was in Aquaman. And yeah. uh, as a voice of one of the sea creatures, Julie Andrews was actually asked to do a cameo. She turned it down mm-hmm. as to not um, uh, upstage Emily Blunt. So and I get that. I get it, too. I mean, yeah. I know Dick Van Dyke was in it, which she said was... Was pretty cool. Was, was pretty cool. That Seeing he was Dick Van Dyke at 90, I think he's 93 <laughs> years old, dancing and singing and just looking. Like, Dick Van Dyke always had this energy to him. Mm-hmm. Even when he was in the Dick Van Dyke show, he had this energy, which was kind of, um, it was kind of, I don't want to say addicting, but it was kind of intoxicating to watch him on screen, no matter what it was. Yeah. He was funny. Uh, he could dance. He could sing. He could do it all. And uh, to see him pop up on the screen and be one of the, um, I don't want to give it away, one of the heroes yeah. of the movie was pretty cool. He's only in for, it's five minutes, but yeah. I mean, it, it is something you'll remember. Well, to me, it's he's almost like you want him to be like your uncle. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, or your grandfather, or your at this grandfather, point. like yeah. a cool, just always positive, always just what comedy should be type yeah. of thing. Um, but she said that was the highlight for her. She said, just what you said, Emily Blunt was perfect. She's, uh, I mean, you talk about just being able to do it all. She's done comedy, she's done drama. She was fantastic in Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise. That's the name oh, of the movie. I was just going to say, that movie is good. Yeah, fun movie, action movie. She's an action star. She's badass in that mm-hmm. movie. And now she does this. I mean, And I like her husband. Uh, John Krasinski. He's, he cracks me up. I've been so watching. We talk, I've, <laughs> I've been watching so much Office over the last six months that it's ridiculous. But she is, I mean, you're looking at probably the most talented Male movie star walking the uh, earth right now. It's Hugh. It's Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. The most talented female movie star walking the earth right now. It's probably Emily Blunt. Yeah, I she, mean they can do it all. You can cast them in any role. And isn't she doing like producing and directing? Oh, they all do. Krasinski that once they does get that to, too. Yeah, they like, all, they're well, all well he wrote and directed The Quiet Place. Oh, that's right. It would start her, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and they're doing another one, and she does all this stuff too. She's going to be in that Jungle Cruise movie oh, with, with the, the Rock. Rock, which is coming up. I mean, um, and by the way, the Jungle Cruise ride. Is severely underrated. Oh, it's still great, and the jokes are so corny. Yeah. But I laugh every time. We we go. I think I don't know. We we go to my you you and your wife love Disney. Yeah, me and my wife love Disney. Sometimes adults give you s for liking Disney as oh, much as yeah. we do. Mm-hmm. But we kind of when we go down there, 
We've been there together now three or four times. We fantasize about like living or working in Disney. Oh, Leah does it all the time, yeah. And my wife, because she's so talented, she can sing, she can do all that stuff. She would be in one of the shows down there. Mm -hmm. And we're always like, and she always says, what you would do is you would be a Jungle Cruise host. Oh, yeah, that's true. She says, I would be epic and I would be fantastic as a Jungle Cruise host. You would be. That just fits your character so very well. I'd play Ursula (laughs) in the live stage show. I feel like that's where I'd fit in. (laughs) You can't. Can't can't beat that as far as going out. <laughs> that that I will never be able to watch The Little Mermaid again without thinking of you as Ursula. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd make a damn good Ursula. You shoot. <laughs> Real quick. Yeah. Um, I love Will Ferrell. Yes. I love John C. Riley with Will Ferrell. Oh, Step Brothers. Can't wait to see this movie. Did do you see? It has like 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. No. And there's articles that people are getting up and walking out of the theater. It's so bad. Come on. I can't believe that. Come on. I can't believe that. I mean, it's not going to win an Oscar for God's sake, but it can't be that bad. It's got to be funny. That's a, it's Braun Strowman in it. <laughs> well, that's not really what I'm basing I know. the goodness of the movie on. But I'm saying with those two together, it can't not be at least you know kind what, of though? funny. I would love to know what Ricky Bobby Talladega Nights has because people hated that movie. That's too. true, and I loved that movie. That's true, loved it. Well, even Step Brothers, I don't think was very well received by critics. It's not the critics thing. I, I don't, honestly do not give two craps yeah. what critics think. Um, but I, I, I see these articles that it says regular people are walking out of the, uh, the theater, and that worries me. Yeah, I mean, it could just be propaganda. Saying. But we'll have to see. I don't know. I haven't seen anything on Twitter from actual people who saw it, so maybe I'll have to do a little more research. The problem research. is, like, I have so many movies i got to see. Yeah, me too. Have you I'm ever, so behind. I haven't seen Aquaman. I feel like I yeah. should see that. But I've heard mixed on that, too. I've heard yeah. great. I've heard crap. I don't know. I feel like people are starting to give DC the benefit of the doubt, and they just want to be nice. Like they're, it's, it's almost like that kid who's uh, on the Little League team, and, yeah. you know... He just is just doesn't have it. Who just, just runs athletic. around first base. Yeah. And you're like, you did great. You did yeah. really great. I feel Good like job, I feel Aquaman. Like that's what they're doing with DC at this point. But you I feel tried. like I just should see it. But have you, real quick, as far as people walking out of films, have you ever walked out of a movie? I don't think so. Walked out of one. I went to the Dollar Theater. Uh-huh. And because I'm so cheap, this is probably the only movie I'd ever walk out of. Yeah. Where the Dollar Theater used to be in Mulebrook Township. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I walked out of the Jur. With Alec Baldwin and Demi Moore. Oh my gosh! Don't even think I've ever seen that. Don't see it. Bad. Bad. Really bad. I've sit through some terrible movies. That might be the worst. Yeah, I mean, I figure. Listen, I'll just eat my popcorn and take a nap because I love the experience. So even most times, a bad movie is a lot of fun. Episode one thirty two of the two twenty two podcast. Lots of ways to get us. Tune in the Writing Eagle app, uh, the Podbean app, and of course, most of you listen to it on the Apple Podcast app. Find it on your iPhone at Apple Podcasts uh, on Twitter. You can also get in touch with us Facebook at Mike and Robbie, Facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie, Twitter at Mike and Robbie. Uh, follow me on Instagram. I put stuff up there at Mike Keller, W E E U, and email us 222MNR at gmail.com. Clingerspubs.com. We wouldn't be here without them. Thank you. Like Clingers. them on all of their Facebook pages and go to their website. Robbie, real quick, what do you want to say to these people? I'm Ursula, baby. He's Ursula. Have a great new year. We'll talk to you next week.